It's the Wex Appeal Podcast. Barbells, beats, and buffoonery. Three, two, one, go! Here we go. Dope conversations. That's my gang is con. Where fitness, pop culture, and a lot of random buffoonery collide. I'm coming for you. It's ridiculous, really. Hashtag space. Work. But amusing. Wax, you, you laughed least at me, so you get to go next. <laughs> Here's your host, Wax. I was going to say I blacked out during the explanation. I, was, <laughs> I just heard space. Work. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of the Wex Peel Podcast, Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am Wex, and man, it is a great week for the Wex Peel Podcast. We are going to Orlando. I mean... It's basically in my backyard, so I'm excited. It is semifinals week for the CrossFit Games, and the CrossFit Games semifinal North America East kicks off in Orlando this Thursday, May 18th, all the way through the 21st, and we're going to be there in person doing podcasts and episodes and meeting and greeting and talking and hanging out and racing and beating people on go-karts and doing all sorts of crazy stuff in Orlando. If you are in the area, it is worth it to you to get to Orlando Check out the semifinals and everything that's going on all around the semifinals area with all the athletes that are going to be in the area. It is sure to be bananas. And we're going to kick it off with today's episode, which is with with, uh, Coach Justin Kotler from Underdog Athletics. They've got athletes everywhere, but uh, we had a great talk, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But huge announcement. We have a new sponsor for the podcast. We now have two sponsors for the podcast, and I am very excited because I am a type of person, I don't want to promote things that I don't personally use and that I don't personally like. And I got to tell you, I love coffee. And if you were listening a couple episodes ago, you heard my interview with Adam Von Rothfelder from Strong Coffee Company, and I am happy to announce that they have joined forces with the Wexfield Podcast, and they are now an official sponsor of the show. And if you don't know about Strong Coffee, you need to. Get to strongcoffeecompany.com. Get over there. Order yourself some coffee. The whole premise around Strong Coffee is that it was created to help you get more done without the crash that you get from normal coffee. Most coffee gives you a sudden surge of energy, spikes the stress levels, followed by a crash that ultimately leaves you feeling more tired than you were before. So when they created Strong Coffee, they started by blending coffee and mixing a ton of ingredients, grass-fed collagen protein to support the bones and joints, MCT oil to fuel the brain and body, reishi mushrooms to reduce the body's stress response, L-theanine to improve focus and concentration, which I need immensely because I can get very scatterbrained, and neurofactor to support brain health. All these things packed into your coffee. The result is a delicious cup of coffee with everything you need for long-lasting energy and focus. Daily nutrition without the hassle. All you have to do is add water and stir. It's not any easier than that. I love the vanilla, their morning fix, which is their uh, their sweet and creamy vanilla. Pop a packet of that and some hot water, stir it up. They've got the mixer, the foamer that makes it like a little latte. It is fantastic. I love this stuff. They're formulated to help you with energy, focus, gut health, muscles, nails, skin, hair, the whole gambit. So get over to strongcoffeecompany.com and use the code WEXAPPEAL to get $15 off your order. 
And that's right. Use the promo code WEXAPPEAL to get yourself $15 off. Or you can go to the link in the bio and use that referral link to get and support the podcast and get great coffee. It's a win-win all around. So go check it out. StrongCoffeeCompany.com. Use the promo code, in all caps, WEXAPPEAL, all one word, to get $15 off your order. Get it today and get hooked up. My other sponsor, I could not be happier with the two sponsors that I have. And like I said, I don't like... I'm not the type of person who's going to be who's going to allow somebody to sponsor the show that I don't actually love their product. Blackout Barbell, man, their product is legit. I love their shorts. They got the five inch inseam, which I am a fan of. Got to let those quads breathe and let those legs breathe. And man, they are awesome. They're comfortable. Their shirts are stylish. There's that soft fit. They they just feel comfortable when I'm in the gym. Not to be weird but it doesn't feel like you have anything on which is a good thing because you're clothed but you feel light like you can just do anything in the gym it is awesome so get yourself some blackout barbell apparel you can go to blackoutbarbell.shop and use the promo code blackout all caps b-l-k-o-u-t b-l-k-o-u-t to get 10 percent off your order tell them wex sent you Get yourself a hat, get yourself some shorts, and if you use the blackout code, the B-L-K-O-U-T, all in caps, you also get a special sticker from the Wexfield Podcast, an iHeart Wexfield Podcast sticker, limited edition. Get yourself one today and get hooked up with some awesome, awesome apparel. On the show today, like I said, it's semifinals week, so it's all CrossFit all day. Like We are all in on CrossFit, but my guest is not just a CrossFit coach. My guest today is Justin Kotler. He is the head coach and owner of Underdogs Athletics out in Vegas, but they spread all over the world. We talk about the European semifinals, which I am very excited about some athletes that they are training in there. We talk about North America East, we talk about North America West, we talk about Oceania, we talk about all the things they have going on. But also, Justin and I both have a daughter that's in gymnastics, so we talk gymnastics, we talk balance, we talk about music, we talk about everything. And we talk about a whole bunch of things, and if you want bonus content, we are allowing you to become a bonus member of the Wex Appeal Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery Club. That's right, we're going to call it the Triple B's Barbell, Beats, and Buffoonery, where you're going to get exclusive content just for you, the listener, uh, for those that support the show. It's $4.99 a month. It is literally less than a cup of coffee, and you get exclusive content just for you from each show where we ask the we ask some funny questions. We have some fun with the guests. We're going to do some different types of, of episodes. That's just going to be for you if you want to subscribe. Go into the link in the bio. Go into the link in the podcast notes and subscribe today. Like I said, $4.99 a month to support the podcast on Spotify, and uh, it helps a podcaster put more content out for you that is exclusive, and uh, and we just have fun with it. So get over there and subscribe to the podcast and help the cause. Let's get the Wex Appeal out everywhere. Let's get to the show. I hope you enjoy. Mr. Justin Kotler, I had a blast. We had a great talk, and uh, look forward to seeing him in Madison this year as well. In person, maybe we can share another Uber. Check it out. Yeah. 
Justin, man, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for coming on. Um, we met, we shared, we shared an Uber in, yes, uh, in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A lot of palooza. It's, it was hilarious. Cause, uh, I had never met you, you know, up until that, obviously I knew who you were, um, you know, from, you know, from the space and all that sort of stuff, but I never met you before. And, you know, I'm rolling around with Patrick Clark and, uh, he's like, Hey, come with me. And, you know, we're all hanging out and talking and I, I meet you at the athlete check-in and uh, he's like, all right, I'll be right back. And you know how Patrick is. He's never uh, right yes. back. This he's, is very true. He disappears yes. and he's like, um, you, you know, cause we were all going over to, uh, uh, what is it? Yellow Falcon. Yellow Falcon. We're going over to Yellow Falcon, uh, to go do the underdog workout, the underdog yeah. takeover. Uh, uh, yeah. In the event, yep, yep, and uh, yep. he's like, just just stick with Justin, and I'll I'll be right back, and then we'll we'll all Uber over, and of course, once the Uber got there, he was nowhere to be found, and you know, yeah. we hanging out in a, yeah. hanging out in an Uber and got to hanging got to tour Miami, yeah, <laughs> so, that was fun, man, that it was, was fun, fun. Yeah. but man, it was great to meet you uh, meet you there and kind of get to know you and you know and the crew and 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 meet everybody there at the at the gym and you guys just murdered me in the workout so it was it's a good time it's a good time it's a good time it was a very good time um yeah uh kyra left me hanging completely because she said she was gonna she said she was gonna be there and then she ended up being late that's hilarious <laughs> which, which i mess with her about all fashionably the time. late fashionably, fashionably late. she was there, there after she was there after yes. we talked and stuff so yes um go. but man we are two weeks away from the 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 start of semifinals and i know yeah. for me it's just one week because i'm in orlando and you know and i'll i'll be there and you know i'll be watching everything else you know virtually but you've got you've got your hand in pretty much every every regional or every uh semi yeah. every, every semifinal so where are you you know obviously you're not coming you said you're not coming to orlando but um, Kiefer's going to come to orlando yeah. uh so yeah i mean we'll be we'll be represented I think the only semi we won't have a coach at is the is uh, Africa. Okay, but you have uh, athletes in all of them, correct? Uh, or... Africa is the only one okay. um, that we don't. So, uh, but but we have asked. Well, actually, it's not true. Africa and and South America, um, we don't. But uh, we have everywhere else. Um, so five of the seven. Gotcha. Um, and uh, so, but but Kiefer will be going down to Orlando, um, and and then I'll be. All of us, you know, it's tough because that second week is the majority of our athletes. And of yep. course, it's North America West and Torians the same weekend. Yep. So that's tough. If I could, I'd split myself in half and send, send <laughs> half of myself to Pasadena and half of myself to to uh, Torian. But I uh, can't do that, obviously. So uh, we'll be in um, Pasadena for North America West with a... Uh, you know, with, with a, with a beat on, uh, on Torian, like, I mean, that will be a really rough weekend because I won't yeah. sleep much. I'll be coaching during the day and then pretty much up all night watching, uh, Torian. Watch and then I'll have Benny on the ground and I'll have a couple of other people that, that'll be helping me and relaying information. But I think we have like 12 athletes in, in, uh, competing at Torian. Wow. Um, so it's a lot. Yeah. So the, so the takeover, so the underdogs takeover is, is in full effect. Like you yeah. guys are, you guys are spreading, spreading the wings out there. Yeah. Um, and, and then, and then that third week I'll be heading to Berlin. Okay. So I'll be in Berlin as well. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So yeah. world so travel, be that'll be good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and those are always fun. I mean, it, I mean, obviously it's a lot of work because of, you know, your job and what you're doing, but you know, getting to kind of see the sites and have you been to Berlin before? 
I have. It's one of my favorite cities in Europe. Uh, I was lucky enough to go there and uh, and coach at the European semifinal. Well, it was the regional at the time, yeah. European regional. Back in 2018, I was coaching an athlete uh, there, and actually it was coming. It was cool because it was like the coming out party for both Roman and Laura Horvath that nice. weekend. Yeah, um, n- none of us had ever heard of them, and 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 Laura. Uh, came in second there and then obviously went to the on to the games and came in second and Roman won that regional couldn't go to the games because of the visa issues yep. um but it was it was cool to to be able to go and see them and uh you know it was awesome I had a great trip my I brought my wife and at that time we had only had our daughter and she was only a year and a half mm-hmm. uh and then my my cousin my first cousin met us over there and we did like a week in Berlin and you know, obviously, I mean, the, 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 the amount of history that's gone on in the last 120 years in Berlin is pretty insane. So, uh, it it was just an amazing trip. We had a great time. Um, I don't think I'll have the time to do much sightseeing this time. Um, but I, but I really look forward to going back. It's a great city and, and, uh, I look forward to being there, but, um, but yeah, I love semifinal time, man. You know, I, uh, I always say my favorite part of this is the in in game or in person coaching. Yeah, uh, you know, pro- programming side of things is 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 part of it, obviously. Um, you know, but I'd say at this point in my career, like the sitting behind the computer thing is is no, you know, not really my favorite thing to do. Uh, it's a good thing that Kiefer's such a beast at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but my favorite thing is is you know, is the game day, you know, and, and getting, getting the most out of athletes on game day and, and motivating and, um, you know, being able to make a difference on game day is, is, is what I love and what I live for. Um, so, you know, being able to go to, to semis now that we've got in-person events, this part of the season is my favorite part semis and then the games. So yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. And in Berlin, you are going to have one of my former coaches and one of my favorite athletes of all time, Bronislav. Mm-hmm. Big Braun, the the patron saint of crazy things you've seen with yes. a, with a barbell. Um, yes. So I like I know everybody's talking about all all the other athletes you have, but like I'm like I want to talk about Braun because nobody's yeah. talking, nobody's really talking about him. It's true. What what have you seen with him? You know, over the course of t- how long have you been coaching? coaching him uh we started prior to the season he reached out to okay. me after last season uh he struggled last season and didn't make it to semifinals and i think he i think he looked himself in the mirror and said hey listen if i want to get to back to the level i was at or even better um i've got to hold myself accountable and he was trying to program for himself and yeah. you know he he basically was just like listen i'm i'm I can I can admit that I'm not doing a good job of doing that, and I I need someone who's experienced, and I need someone to hold me accountable, and I need a program that's gonna have me working on my weaknesses, et cetera. So he reached out to me, um, you know, I think it was probably August or September, okay, uh, and he was just like, listen, you know, I want to give it one more shot. I'm 34 years old. I want to give it one more shot in the Open Division, and then I want to dominate the Masters Division. Nice. Um, and so. You know, I said, listen, I, you know, I, I've known Braun for a while. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I've always really liked watching him because he's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's a, he's this unbelievably freakish, you know, athlete who can do all these crazy things. Um, you know, but he's also unbelievably skilled and, and everybody knows, you know, his, his biggest weakness over the years has been, has been long endurance and yeah. he struggled in those events. And, 
And, and so it wasn't rocket science. You know, we got him doing that all the time. I mean, you know, he's been on a running program since the beginning and, you know, really trying to work on um, his long endurance and work on his classic CrossFit and, and just trying to build his engine into, you know, a championship engine. And if you look at the results in semifinals, they speak for themselves. I mean, he's, you know, he's dedicated himself to, to, uh, you know, trying to be the best version of himself this year. Yeah. Uh, and I've, I've been lucky to play a, a small part in that. And, and, you know, he's really the one who deserves all the credit. I mean, he's followed the program and he's put the work in and, you know, I really think he's got a shot. I think obviously it's program dependent because I think there are some things that could come up that, um, you know, might be a challenge, but, you know, he's, he's much more well-rounded than he's ever been. Mm -hmm. I think he's much less scared of some of those, those longer endurance events. Uh, and if the programming is right, he could do some very serious damage, but he's just really, really good at what he's good at. There. Yeah. Um, well, so I, I'm, I'm excited. I remember you know, I'm excited. watching him at, uh, I think it was strength and depth, mm -hmm. him and Matt Fraser just going toe to toe on that. Like, yeah. I think it was like the last workout and I, th I think it was like a snatch or it was a, I don't remember what I know it was a barbell and I know it was down to the finish and they were both just like going for it. Um, yeah. and to see those two go back and forth, just you put a barbell in his hand and the man is just a weapon. Yes, absolutely. You know, but, but also for big guys, he's really, really skilled. And I think a yeah. lot of that just has to do with his, his, you know, his mobility, uh, and his flexibility and the things that he can do, you know, with his body he can put himself in a good positions, you know, like, uh, that, that wall facing, you know, strict handstand pushups, he happens to be great at them because he's just so mobile overhead, you know, he can put yeah. himself in great positions. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think if, I think if we can manage the, the, the longer Metcons and, and then he can really, uh, get after some of those shorter workouts and any barbell workouts, he's going to be tough to deal with. There's no question. And he also has a great demeanor. Um, yeah. he's really laid back. Uh, you know, he's very easy to coach, um, you know, it doesn't get too high or too low, which I always say is a, is a phenomenal attribute to have. It's, it's something that, that Carrie had that I felt like was always uh, key to her success was having a really short memory and also not getting too high or too low during competition weekends, whether she won a workout or whether, well, she rarely ever came in last in a workout, but <laughs> yeah. whether she won a workout or whether she came in 10th in a workout. Yeah. Um, you know, Carrie was essentially just like this across the board. Uh, and, and I see a lot of those same attributes in Braun and, um, but it'll be cool. This will be the first competition that I will be working with him in person. Um, you know, so, so that'll be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And they get 10 or 11 spots for the 11, 11. Okay. So, yeah, and I he's got a so. pretty good chance of, of hitting that, uh, hitting that mark I, for sure. I think he's certainly in the mix. Yeah. You know, I think if you looked at the field, I mean, listen, it's a stacked field. Yeah. Um, there's no question it's a stacked field. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, don't quote me on it. It's either 10 or 11. So gotcha. I have to yeah, go yeah. back and look, I know the women are 11 over there. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the men are also 11 I, and, and, uh, you know, so, so we'll see, but yeah, I'm excited, man. I think he's feeling good. I think, you know, he's as confident as he's been in a long time and, and there's no doubt that, uh, you know, we, we could see him do some damage there. That's awesome. And I think, I think it'll be kind of a new coming out party for him. Uh, that's that's yeah. my that's my bold prediction and and kind of the, the my dark horse is cool. Braun's gonna come and and wreck shop. Um, so you know we were talking a little bit you know just before you before you you know before we came online. Um, you have two kids, you said. Mm -hmm. um, both girls, six and three. No, I've got six okay. year old daughter and a three year old son. 
Gotcha. Yeah, because I have I've got four. <laughs> I've got the the four, fourteen and ten. They're both girls, and then six and yeah. three are my boys. God bless you. Um, bro. Well, he's about to turn three. <laughs> he he turns three next month. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, and you were telling me the the gymnastics schedule. Um, yes. my daughter also does. She's ten. She does gymnastics, and her schedule is not anywhere near um, that. But I, I think I joked with your wife online, or I don't know if you posted it or your wife did, that uh, you know, hey, you guys are going to nationals. We might see you there. Um, because my daughter is is she's doing states the okay. same weekend as semifinals. So oh, she'll be awesome. in she'll be in Tampa doing states, and then very cool. And then I think in June is uh, is nationals for her. Yeah. Um, so our our daughters, yeah, they don't. Uh, there's no there's no nationals yet for. She's just she's only six. Yeah. So there's no nationals yet. But she, yeah, she's she's pretty amazing, man. Like uh, you know, we were just last month. Um, we were up in Reno for for states, and she won state championship on uh, bars and vault, uh, awesome. and and came in second in the state as the youngest uh, level three in the state. Uh, and so she, but yeah, her schedule was crazy last year, but they just, she just got bumped up to level four. Uh, and she just started her new schedule this week. And, uh, she has so 16 hours a week of, you know, so you put that together with school and it's, it's hard, but, um, she loves it, you know, and, and, uh, and then, you know, she'll be, uh, obviously keeping that schedule through summer and then you know we'll kind of see you know what she does going into next season she won't be able to compete level four because she's too young she's she will still have to she'll either exhibition level four in the in the fall or compete level three and then once she turns seven then she can compete level four but okay yeah she's she's amazing it's i I was you know for her it's a matter of growing up in the gym man you know like we we owned our affiliate in new york and she was there pretty much every day, you know, growing up. And I, I think a lot of the things that she can do now, I, we can attribute to her just seeing people, you know, training and being there when Carrie was doing stuff. And, you know, some of our other, you know, at that point, members of our affiliate and other athletes, uh, she just thought that was normal, you yeah. know? And, and uh, so at, you know, a year and a half, she's up doing wall climbs and, you know, hanging on the pull-up bars and this and that. And I think it's translated to her just being, you know, really far ahead of the game at such a young age because of her, um, you know, because of the time she spent in the gym growing up. And that's such a big thing. And that's kind of, it's, you know, we talk about CrossFit and the methodology and all that, but even with our kids, so just the background of my, my 10 year old, she's doing gymnastics now. Um, but she grew up in the gym as well. I was a head coach at, I was head coach at, at our gym here in Florida and she just, started doing CrossFit. She just wanted to do the things that we were doing. And I never forced it on her. I never pushed her, but she's like, Oh, I want to go pick up that bar. I want to go, you know, do this. I want to go do burpees and I want to do the open, um, at three years old, four years old, just doing this stuff at the gym. And that all translated. And I blame Carrie for gymnastics because the, uh, the, and I've, I've told this story on the podcast before, but the year that, um, Carrie and Christy O'Connell, did the open um, announcement announcement yep. at the very end of that announcement, they did a Q and a, and the very last question at that Q and a is me and my daughter on her eighth birthday. It was March 11th and <laughs> on her eighth birthday. And she asked Carrie, she goes, what advice would you give a kid that wants to go to the CrossFit games? And Carrie was goes, 
get into gymnastics. There you go. And she got yeah. into gymnastics immediately was put on competition team because she had the body awareness already right. from doing CrossFit from, you know, yes. you know, being able to, to move her body in such a way that it just was a natural translation. Um, so how does that, how do you translate that as you know, you're, you're coaching these high level, you know, elite athletes on one end and then you also have your daughter kind of following that same vein, but also you got to be dad. <laughs> yeah. I, so I'm, I'm her biggest fan. I, yeah. I, uh, my, you know, my wife made it very clear from the beginning, like no coaching Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm just a, her, her, her biggest fan and, you know, she does a lot of other things and she and I, um, you know, religiously we rock climb two times a week and, mm -hmm. um, she's in, incredible at that too. And I, I just try to, you know, at this point, you know, we're, we're trying not to, um, have her specialize. So we're trying to keep her well-rounded doing other things. Yep. I mean, you know, gymnastics, she's amazing at, but who knows that might not be what she ends up doing. Um, so at this point, you know, I'm just trying to trying to expose her to to different uh, sports and and different things and and yeah. So at this point, you know, what, whatever she wants to do, as long as she's having fun, uh, and I try not to. It's tough. I'm, I have to admit that you know because I am a coach at at, at heart. So yeah. you know, I'll see something. I'll be like, "Ah, you're not doing this. You're not doing this." But generally, she gets really irritated when I say that. <laughs> so I try to just I try to just be a cheerleader and not get into like the the coaching side of things. Um, but yeah, I think everything that she's doing is amazing. And and you know, I know the tough thing about gymnastics is you know, and I I've had this talk with Carrie is you do get to the point where you know, they, they have that kind of sit down with you. And if you want to, if you want to take like, you know, the path of, you know, kind of pre-Olympics, you know, or, or that specialized path, you do have to kind of make that decision at some point where you kind of put all the other things to the side. Mm -hmm. um, but she's not there yet. So yeah. we're, we're making sure that she's doing all, all sorts of other things, other sports, you know, uh, rock climbing, ninja warrior, things like that. And those yeah. are all things that, that kind of play into each other. Um, you know, and I'd love to eventually get her into a team sport like soccer or something like that, you know, which I think would be great for her. Uh, and, and then we'll see, you know, whether it's gymnastics, whether it ends up being CrossFit or something, I just think she's incredibly gifted and I think, um, she loves it. So mm -hmm. I, I just think being physical and being athletic is something that she'll probably do forever. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I guess, you know, we'll, we'll just see time will tell like, you know, what what that's going to be. Yeah. So but it's, and, it's fun to watch. And it's one of those things that, you know, no matter what she does and what she plays that just furthers her, her, you know, the, the, her health. So it's not even, yes. it's not even just, you know, Oh, we want you to play sports so you can be professional and make money and do this sort of stuff. But no, just, just so you're healthy going yeah. throughout your life and, and, and keep and maintaining that with my oldest daughter, she wants nothing to do with athletics. Um, she plays volleyball um, a little bit, you know, yeah. at, at school, but she wants to ride horses and that's, that's great. All she wants to do is ride horses. And I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. My only rule is you need to do something physical to build up strength because yeah. horses are large. Yep. You have to have strength. You have to have power to be able to control them, but she's amazing on them. That's awesome. Um, you know, and, and the only thing we, and the only rule we've ever had with sports, um, except my son wants to play football. And I just, with, my problem yeah, tough. it's tough because my problem with football isn't his ability or the right coaches or any of that 
um, because of how physical that sport is and all the injuries that you're seeing yeah. now is that they could have the best coach, the best team. He could be the best player, but somebody on the other coat on the other team that's coached wrong, that hits him wrong because yeah. they're not doing it right could cause him pain. And that like that stuff, that's the tough talk I've had with him, but he plays baseball. Yeah. Okay. So we're like, hey, it's play great. baseball. You could still yeah. get a head injury, but not nearly as much as you right. would. <laughs> yeah. So so what so what position does he pick? Catcher. <laughs> oh boy. Nice. <laughs> and I'm and I'm convinced the only reason he put, he picked catcher is because he watched kids playing catcher and he thinks it looks cool because the ball get pitched and he's six, mind you. And yeah. he pops up from his stance, rips the helmet off. And then like runs, grabs the ball, and then tosses that's it funny. because he just thinks it looks cool to just rip the helmet yeah. off and, and do all that. So that's funny. But yeah, it, it, keeping cool. active is is such a big a, a big thing for for our kids. Just making sure that they they stay healthy and and they live a different life. Because I was never raised to play sports. You know, I was never mm. raised playing sports or anything like that. Um, you know, my father passed away. You know, when I was very young. So single mom, she did what she could do. You know, I, yeah, I played I played football for one season. Um, I played half a season of baseball, but like never really got to like play or go to, you know, mm. and I never went to a, I went to a private school for high school. So never got like the full, you know, team experience and stuff like that. So this is something that we're trying to give to our kids and, and cultivate and help them play and, and do. Yeah. Yep. That's um, awesome. so, you know, we, we kind of pivoted from, from semis, but you've got people in Orlando that are going in two weeks. Um, who all yeah. is down there? I know you've got, you know, kind of a hybrid team over in Mayhem, you know? So, yeah. Well, so. Kyra's, Kyra's, yeah, Kyra's on on the Mayhem squad. Christine Best, who, who yep. I coach individually, is on the Move Fast, Lift Heavy squad. Uh, and then we have uh, Peter Mason, who Kiefer coaches. Uh, and then we have Samantha Pugh, who uh, case coach Casey Acre, uh okay. coaches. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so we've got those athletes um, in, in Orlando. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch, uh, in all of those athletes. I think, um, you know, I think Pete and, and Sam are obviously under the radar, but they're really, really good athletes. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm stoked to watch them. And, and obviously, you know, Kyra squad and, and, and Christine squad are both, um, really good teams, you know, favorites to kind of get to the game. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and, you know, but for me, that first week, other than, other than Christine, um, you know, is, is kind of an easier week for me. Kiefer's Kiefer's got a little tougher that week. Yeah. Uh, and then the following week is where it gets bananas. So yeah. yeah. And who um, all do you have out West? We'll, we'll go West first and then we'll go to Oceania. Yeah. So, uh, I just want to make sure I don't forget anybody <laughs> we've got, um, I personally, uh, am coaching Alex Gazan. Yep. Uh, Ali Scuds, and uh, we will have the Rhino CrossFit Dogs. Um, so our team there with yep. Roth and and that crew. Um, and then we also have uh, Carson Wolf and Mitch McClune that that Kiefer coaches. Yep. Uh, and we also have an athlete uh, that one of our other coaches, uh, Connor Martin, coaches. Uh, her name is Lena Ward. Uh, and then we have another athlete who follows our uh, Elite Plus template, uh, CJ Gerald. Uh, so we okay. have we have those athletes, and and um, yeah, so that's that's in 
um, North America West. And if I forgot anyone, I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> um, and then, and then that same weekend is, is Oceania. Yeah. Uh, and we, we have a stable, I mean, I think yeah. of the 60 athletes competing there, we have got 12, um, you know, now, that either so I mean, we I coach see, individually or follow the template. So. so, so I'm interested with that. Was a lot of that from Ricky coming on or was that before Ricky? A uh, few were, were before Ricky, but um, most of them have been since then. Um, and so I, I think, you know, I think there's no question that you can attribute that to Ricky, but I've also, I've kind of always, um, you know, going back a while, I coached Khan for a long time, okay. and, you know, then I coached Ricky. And so I've always had this connection um, to, to the, um, you know, to Australia and, and New Zealand. Yeah. Um, and uh and then this year just you know with with Caitlin Manziel jumping on board and Gemma Hawk and and Gracie Walton and and Zane and Bailey Martin and it would just we just have a great connection with these athletes and I think we've really um put ourselves out there you know uh to to try to help as much as possible and to be uh you know to be available to them it's hard because of the time difference mm-hmm. so I think you know a lot of the big um you know, big brands here in the U S um, there hasn't been a lot of traction there. Uh, so, so for us, you know, we, we get on calls every week with them and, and do the best we can to try to put them in positions to succeed. And, you know, it's so far it's, it's been really successful. So uh, yeah, I'm stoked that we, we, I honestly think we've got a great opportunity there to get several people to the games, especially now, you know, of course, unfortunately that, that Ricky's spot kind of yeah. opened up. Um, you know, on the men's and women's side, you know, you, you're seeing, uh, you know, what is it? Four out of the six athletes that made it last year are not going to be competing at semifinals. Yeah. So you've basically got, you know, four athletes, four new athletes, uh, possibly. Yeah. The landscape of the games this year is going to be bananas. Yeah. It's really interesting Um, because Justin, Justin still hasn't solidified his, his like, like yes, he's one too, but he hasn't like solidified that spot like Fraser did. Well, yeah, um, the dominance. The dominance. Yeah. You know, he. Yeah. You know, he hasn't. He has, and you know, I mean, obviously, he's going to go in as the favorite because he's yes. won the last two. But it just seems like the games are wide open on all sides, um, from team yeah. team up. I agree, uh, and obviously, you know, I it, it's unfortunate because I felt like you know we obviously had a dog in the fight, and yeah. Felt like Ricky had a great opportunity to win. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously he was right there last year, and I feel like, you know, he was the way he was trending, and 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 you know, just from what I've seen from him, you know, and uh, so we're gonna have to wait a year to yeah. see that. So that was frustrating, but yeah, I think you're right, man. I think uh, obviously they're gonna crown a new women, a, a new woman, and, and crown a new team. Um, you know, and we'll see on the men's side, I think you've got, you know, between Rome and then Pat and, and I, I think, you know, Jeff Adler is a guy that I think is extremely dangerous, yep. uh, you know, and, and, and I think, uh, I think it'll be tough. I think it'll be tough for Justin, um, to repeat, but, uh, you know, listen, he, the way that I look at it is he's a champ until you knock him off. Yeah. So he's, he's the favorite going in and, you know, he's, he's phenomenal, but yeah, it's, it's a, the men's field is stacked even without Ricky. It's yeah. still stacked. And, and I will be remiss. Like, I know it's been covered and covered and covered with, with Ricky and all that sort of stuff, but I do wish him the best and, and recovery going according to plan so far. It's good. going great. I, I almost feel like it's going too good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, we almost have to slow him down a little yeah. bit. You know, he's, uh, 
I, I knew it was going to, I mean, you know, but he went for his three week checkup and they were already like, you know, well, you're already six weeks along, you know, like he's double the amount that he should yeah. be. So, um, you know, I, I think, uh, the, the biggest thing for him is, is just kind of pulling back on the reins and, you know, there's no rush there. Yeah. So he's got plenty of time, you know, I, I think for me, I, there's a lot of times where I have to talk him out of doing things. Gotcha. So, you know, there'll be some, I'm sure there'll be some of that because I feel like he'll probably get back to full strength and have the opportunity to do some of the qualifiers or, you know, have the opportunity to maybe compete in the fall. And I'll probably just be like, um, no, <laughs> we're going to take our time. We're going to make sure you're hundred percent. We're not going to rush it, yeah. you know? Um, and, uh, you know, my, the way that I look at it is I, I feel like uh, it would be really cool uh, to have him ready to come back and try to defend at Wadapalooza. I think that would be, yeah. a, you know, a realistic and and timely goal. Um, so, you know, that that's kind of what I'm pushing for. And uh, but, yeah, his rehab's going great. I mean, Good. he's you know, he's a beast. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and and like people can say what they want. I've like I got to meet him on the on the floor after he won and I was just talking to him and the guy is so humble. Oh, he's the best. Off the floor. Like he he has that I mean you have to have that attitude on the floor. I I feel yes. like you have to just like be aggressive and if you're not 100%. like you have to have, you know, that that just that dog in you, that 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 yes. fight. But off the floor, he was so soft-spoken and so, you know, like I was like, hey, man, you know, I've been rooting for you, you know, to come back and, and do this. And, you know, I'm happy for you and the success. And he was like, oh, man, thank you so much. It means so much. And it's just so soft-spoken and nice just to talk to. So it was really cool yeah. to kind of have that moment and be able to talk to him. He's such a good dude, you know. And um, it's tough because I, I know, you know, there'll be some people that never forgive him. And that's sure. their that's their you know, it's prerogative that they can have that opinion. Um, but people that know him and people that get to know him, he's just such a good dude. What you see is what you get and really family oriented. He's, he's, you know, uh, he's, he's just such a, such a good guy. Like every one of the, our athletes here, you know, when they met him for the first time, I was like, wow, I was not expecting that. Like, yeah. you know, what, what you, what you heard in the persona online and that type of stuff. Is very different than, it, than the person. I kind of feel like that's well, I mean, not not necessarily, but I kind of feel like that is kind of the mo of of your whole camp. Like you, I, and I joke because I had um I had Carrie and Ariel and and Alex on the show. This is where we actually named them Humble Killers. Oh. Was was on the show, <laughs> and I was like, because that kind of is how your group is. Like everybody I've met from there is just so nice. But then you get them on the floor, and it's like you flip, flip the switch. You, you flip <laughs> yeah. the switch, and 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 they're they're going for blood. Yeah. Um, so like, what is what is one thing outside of a, obviously you know perfect scenario? Everybody qualifies, and you know you you take the whole crew. Um, but yeah. what is what are you looking for? Is kind of some outside of outside of just you know getting a game spot? Are you looking for for like wins for semis this year? Yeah, it's it's pretty consistent year in and year out with us. Uh, the goal for for all of our athletes is to really maximize their performance on every single event. The CrossFit is one of those is one of those things where uh, it's a sport where ultimately it's you against the workout, and then you don't have much control over what your competition is doing. Yeah. Uh, and if you get caught up in that, it can get you out of your game plan. 
Uh, and so what we, what we try to stress to our athletes is, you know, you got to have blinders on, you know, most of the time, right? I mean, occasionally there might be a situation like at the end of Wadapalooza on that final workout where it was like, we looked at Ricky and it was like, beat Roman. <laughs> like, you just have to beat Roman. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't, just watch that you guy. don't have to worry about anybody else. Like, yeah. We're far enough ahead and it's you essentially mano a mano. It's like a match play in, in golf, right? Yeah. Um, but for the most part, um, you know, and we talk about that with Justin is the fact that, you know, the guy goes through the games, doesn't win an event and wins the games. Yeah. So, you know, it, he's the best at sticking to his plan and executing his plan. Um, you know, so our goal with our athletes is to, is to put a plan together where we can maximize your point value on every single event. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the weekend, if you can say that you've done that, if you can go back and you can look at every single event and you can say, wow, I executed that to the best of my ability and you still didn't get to the games, then you got to tip your cap to yeah. everybody else. Uh, because, because at the end of the day, all you can do is what you can do. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the biggest thing for us. Those are, the, those are the big wins. The big wins are trying to get through a weekend where you go back, you look at each event, and you say, wow, I gave no points away, which is rare, to be honest. Yeah. You know, it's very hard to do. Um, you know, but that's the goal. That's the goal. So, uh, that's what we'll do, you know, with, with all of our athletes and, and getting them prepped is, is really try to devise a plan to put them in the best position to maximize their point value on every single event. Uh, and, uh, and then, and then, you know, you just kind of, you go in and, and, and the chips will fall where they do. But, but if you can do that and you can say you've done that in a weekend, it's a successful weekend. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and again, your, your crew, like I've met so many of them. It's just, it's, there's just so much fun just to, yeah. just to be around. And, and I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, obviously being able to watch the West and just sit and, you know, just kind of kick back and watch all that go down. Cause I think the yeah. West is going to be bananas. Oh, um, yes. Everybody's looking at the East because of, I mean, it's a lot of monsters in the East, but you know, I'm looking at that West and I'm just like, man, like there's a lot of names on there. Oh my and, gosh. And the spots, yeah. there's not there's not enough spots. So like it's yeah. just there's gonna be a bottleneck somewhere. And you know, yeah, it's gonna, gonna be incredibly gonna... competitive. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. So outside of um, you know, obviously outside the gym, this is you know, big you know, this is big part of you know what you're doing. What are things that you do outside to to decompress? You know, you talked about you know, rock climbing. Yeah, that's the big one. Um, I, you know, we religiously rock climb Ivy and I, uh, um, twice a week. Uh, and it's really that time that I get to shut off my phone and, you know, for anyone that rock climbs, uh, they know how cerebral it is and, you know, kind of figuring out, you know, whether it's a bouldering problem or whether it's a route, you know, and, yeah. um, you know, so for me, uh, those, those are the times that I, I get to, uh, shut my brain off from CrossFit and really focus on, um, on, on climbing. And, and, uh, I love it, man. It's, it's really, you know, aside from obviously being physical and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously great exercise, but to me, it's just therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, it's tough now, you know, you know, with, with two young kids, uh, you know, it's, it's hard. Um, you know, we, we have a home gym here. My wife and I try to do what we can do when we can, Yeah. but it's not easy. And, and sometimes you say to yourself, Oh, I'm going to work out from this time to this time. And then something happens with a kid or something happens here or there. And it, it throws the, the schedule into upheaval. Uh, but, but, you know, I religiously try to get to the rock gym, um, you know, what, twice a week and, and we do that, which is, which is great for me. Uh, and, and that's probably right now the, the, my, 
you know, outside of the gym, outside of programming, outside of coaching. Um, that's definitely for me where I can decompress the best. Nice. Yeah. And that's funny. That's the same conversation my wife and I literally had yesterday about making schedules. Um, she had, she had, um, actually right before Wadapalooza, about a month before Wadapalooza, she had uh, double mastectomy, um, mm. and reconstruction because she had the BRCA2 gene, which wow. is not the, yeah, not the, if you're going to get cancer, but when, yeah, so, when. so preventatively she went in and got the double mastectomy oh, good for her. reconstruction. She was just cleared a few weeks ago to start good. going back to the gym. But we were talking right. about that. Like, Hey, I want to go to the gym. We have four kids. Yeah. You you want to go to the gym? Yeah. You work abroad, so I I travel all over the state for for work, yeah. and uh, she she's like, let's figure out the schedule and how we can you know kind of line Make this up. So she's right now she's not ready to come back into CrossFit. She's like, I'm gonna go to the Y. I'm gonna you know get on a bike and mm-hmm. you know, kind of get some you know get some cardio and get some strength back and and things like that. But she's uh you know she's a hard worker when she gets in. You know, and she's also dealing with, you know, obviously the after effects of surgery and she had a full hysterectomy as well. So she's like, I'm in medical, she's like, I'm in medical menopause and CrossFit and you know, like there's certain things that don't line up with what I need to do. And I need to just make sure that I'm, I'm, you know, checking all my boxes to make, to get healthy. Um, Cause she's like, cause she's like trying to lose weight is completely different now than it was before. It's not about working, you know, it's not about how I work or it's not about what I'm you know, how much I'm putting in, it's how I'm putting in work and yeah. what work I'm doing and, and all that. So it's just a lot of processing, you know? And yes, she, of you know, course. So well, I wish her the best, man. Thank you. Yeah, that's, yeah, of course. She, um, but yeah, she, uh, you know, she just got cleared to come back. So she's great. You know, we're, we're working on, you know, she's like, you're going to go in the morning, but you have to help me at night, make sure all the lunches, right. are, all the lunches are made and all the clothes are put out and that, yeah. you know, all the kids are, are fed and, and you know, and, and put to bed and, and that, and then, you know, she can go to the gym and, and do her thing. So yeah, we try to work as a team. We've been together. We just celebrated our 16th anniversary um, oh, congratulations. for yeah. 16 years of marriage. And then it's amazing. 20 something, 20 something together. So good for you. It's been, it's been a long road, but, uh, yeah. but it's good. Um, but yeah, making that schedule and making that priority is just, you know, it's, it's hard, uh, you know, especially with kids because, you know, one of them gets sick and all of a sudden your whole world is in yeah. evil. Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a change, right? When, when you, you aren't the priority anymore. Now it's, yeah. you know, these little things that are <laughs> running around, you're like, okay, well, I want to do this, but I can't do that. Yeah. So, you know, which is um, great when they're involved in the things that you're involved in. So like the rock yes. climbing and the yes. gym and, and doing that sort of stuff. It's, yeah, for sure. It's great. My six year old is now just starting to get into CrossFit too. So he's doing, That's cool. doing the kids classes and nice you know, kind of coming along. Um, so I noticed, you know, I've noticed the tattoos and stuff. So, you know, yeah. is that another, is that another therapy thing for you as well? Like, like going in and getting some ink or, or it used to be, um, <laughs> definitely more, definitely more so when I was, uh, when I was, you know, pr- pr- I was, it's funny is it prior to CrossFit, you know, I was a, I was a, a full-time recording artist. I was a singer. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so yes, that was definitely, uh, I don't, I don't would say an addiction, but it was definitely like fun for me to go yeah. and, and do that prior to, I have not, uh, in a long time. Uh, so I, I definitely have already some tattoos in mind that I yeah. want to get. Um, we just, we just haven't gotten them yet. Um, but my, my daughter's name is Ivy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to get an Ivy vine 
um, you know, at, at some point. And my son's name is Jackson, but we call him Jax. Mm-hmm. And obviously the, the kids game, you know, uh, like Jax. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I want to, I want to get Jax at some point. So like, it sounds you like know. you're like me. It's more symbolism than it is like names and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So like all these here, I've got clocks. Yeah. Um, like pocket watches on my, on my arm oh, that's cool. and each pocket, yeah. each pocket watch is set to the date, the day, sorry, the date is yes. the time that each one is set to. Oh, that's so awesome. I got four pocket watches for each kid. Yeah, so, that's yeah. cool. So doing, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I have those I come that. in, and and uh, and then I think uh, I, my wife doesn't have any tattoos. Um, we uh, had talked about possibly getting something together, so we might do that. Yeah. But, uh, but those are the two that have been on the list for a while, and it's just a matter of like, okay, when am I gonna, <laughs> I gonna do this? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, gonna fit this in. Yeah, gonna find the time for that. So, yeah, yeah. Sure. Actually, my wife and I um, just this past Sunday got matching tattoo well i say matching tattoos we don't do matching tattoo like we don't do matchy anything we're not we're right. not that kind of people but we yeah. got we both got um harry potter tattoos oh cool so i got the deathly hallows and oh, she wow. got and on her forearm she got the elder wand and then it says mischief managed so that's nice. about that's about the closest we come to you know being matchy and, and similar theme similar yeah. theme just there not you, you know just not uh you know we're not doing names or anything like that right um in fact our tattoo artist uh is from vegas okay and he was like yeah you don't get names it's, it's no it's the kiss of death <laughs> like, you, no names. you don't do names <clears throat> no so, it's cool um so we're you know again running into you know, the uh the semis do you have any like side bets going with any of your any of your people <laughs> I, no, I, I actually just talked to an athlete funny. who said that he, that uh if if he qualifies for the games he's he's in the north america east and he he said he's like listen i'm just happy to be in semis right that was the goal if i make it like that would be amazing but i don't expect yeah. to make it to the games i'm just happy to be there he's like that's right. the next step he goes but if i do one of my coaches he's like 20 years old and has long hair He's like, we're shaving yeah. his head. Oh my god! <laughs> He's like, that's that's the bet. So, that's hilarious. So, do you have any like side bets going with any of no, your any of your athletes? No, no side bets. Um, we haven't. You know, that's funny though. I'm I'm sure some of the some of the uh, you know there, there might be some of the coaches on our crew that do, but no, I've not. I, I've never done that. Um, I've had some. I've had some side bets with other coaches, like in the sense of like, if somebody makes it, I'll do something yeah. or this or that. But no, I don't have any, I don't have any with the athletes yet this year. Maybe I need to do that. What I have done in the past though, and it got pretty publicized last year was um, like, like when painted like my nails with the same colors as my, as my athletes, when we got to the, to the semis or uh, last year at Grant Games, um, Matt, I had already had my, So, so people were freaking out. They're like, "You go!" But Matt Lugos, Alex Kazan, and I all got the same jewelry. We got nice. the, the same stud in our <laughs> in our noses. Um, but I had already had my nose pierced. So, gotcha. um, and then Allie and I got tattoos when we went to Atlas, but but they were fake. <laughs> so and I was like, "Did you get tattoos?" I'm like, "No, they were fake." Um, so that was those are fun little things that I did yeah. with some athletes last year, um, and may, maybe we'll do that this year. But uh, but yeah, man, it's um. Any I feel like any of that stuff is cool. It just builds camaraderie. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's something fun to do. <laughs> my my daughter, the first time she did a big competition, she did um, Atlantic Coast Classic, which is out yep. in my out in Daytona. Uh, it actually cool. is going on in June. It's got like seventeen hundred athletes. It's a huge, wow. huge local comp. Yeah. Um, but they have a kids division, and she's in the seven to ten year old you know division. But That's the very cool. first year, we've got those um, temporary sleeves. That's awesome. So she actually had a full sleeve tattoo of like wow. unicorns and you know <laughs> like my little pony stuff um yeah. all up her arms so that's kind of something that that we do cuz you know that's obviously really my wife and I both have you know tattoos and stuff like that yeah. so she wanted to she wanted to do it as well that's um fun. but that's that's fun like i i love things like that that kind of build you know build the fun with the athletes and and Absolutely. do stuff and that's actually like my favorite like my favorite competition is Wadapalooza because of that mm. like Wadapalooza is just so much fun like and I, and you know I know it's probably different because you got people there you know competing and there's money on the line and you know yeah. you want you don't want them to win but at the same time it just seems like everybody even those in those high up you know spots are just having a good time. It's just yeah, and I think this past year was really cool the way they did it with uh with you know having the individuals and then the teams and and you got to see a lot more of those athletes compete yeah uh, be, because of that and I would assume they'll do that in the future. Um, but yeah, man, it's always fun. And that's my home, you know, like I was born and raised in Miami. So oh. it's, it's really fun for me to go home and, uh, see my family and then, you know, get to, get to, uh, you know, go and, and hang, I mean, who's complaining about hanging out in Miami in January. Uh, oh, know? I know. I know. Mean, oh, well, I mean, some people thing. were, cause it got to like 40 degrees it's true. Saturday, it was Sunday. It was, year. it was chilly. It was, it was a little chilly. Justin, thank you so much, man. And best of luck to all your athletes at all the semifinals, safe travels to to Berlin. Uh, give Braun my best. Like I said, oh, I, I was on his uh, I was on his training program, similar to how oh, he's on awesome. your training program. He had the Strong for Life training program. Yeah, and I was on there with him, so he and I would go back and forth. And I was oh, that's awesome. He put me in a chat group on WhatsApp with with everybody. Yeah. That's cool. And I had to ask him. I'm like, am I the only person here that's in the U.S. Because <laughs> it's all in Polish. That's so. Funny. I would take my iPad. And I'd get Google Translate on my iPad, and I would just hold it over my phone so cool. with the uh, with all the chat to be able to read what everybody's That's everybody's saying. And then I'd like Google Translate my answer and send it in Polish, and he would just, he would laugh. He was like, "That's hilarious." That's funny. <laughs> so, That's awesome. So give him my best, and uh, man, I hope that you guys you know just crush it in in semis. And looking forward to seeing you in uh, in Madison. Cool. Thanks, so, brother. Appreciate awesome, it. man. Thanks so much. You've been listening to the Wix Appeal Podcast. Get connected by heading to Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Wex Appeal Podcast for more bonus buffoonery and to get the full Wex experience. Plus, make sure to subscribe on your podcast app today. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for more barbells, beats, and buffoonery. So kind of give you a little rapid fire questions and you can choose one of the three, either barbells, beats, or buffoonery. And then we give you kind of along that subject. So barbells obviously being fitness, beats mm -hmm. being music, buffoonery mm -hmm. being just random.
<laughs> got it so it's all gonna be you know fun rapid fire questions and i mean not so much rapid fire but you know you can answer it however you want it doesn't have to be okay doesn't have to be quick but okay which which do you choose sir uh let's go with beats i fi- i figured you would go beats just yeah with that with that musical Music background background yeah. yeah so okay so for beats for music favorite music genre you can only pick one can't pick multiple one that you have to listen to for you know for the end of time if you had to pick one which would it be r&b r&b like it uh who's some of your favorite artists uh favorite of all time is that what i call the the holy trinity uh which would be uh stevie wonder marvin Gaye, and donny hathaway Ooh, those are my three favorites i like it i like it so i dj weddings on the side and mm-hmm. i generally if i have the choice to end a night it's marvin Gaye. let's get it on there you go. Because for it's a wedding, a it's, it's just funny. It's, <laughs> it's hey, y'all are married. Very appropriate. It's, it's, it's yes. good. Um, okay, one song to a go-to song to lift your mood. Uh, a go-to song to lift my mood. Like if you need Let's something, see. if you need to pick me up, and you're like, you're just, you're just down, and you're like, you know what? Let me throw on a song. The that that one song that just kind of always puts a smile on your face or pumps yeah, you up. Yeah, or... it's funny because I'm like so different than most people, but but I would say <clears throat> the song "As" by Stevie Wonder. It's uh, okay. it's on the songs in the key of life. It's like an epic, like ten minute song, but it's like one of those you just throw on and I sing along with, and I love it. Yeah. Love it, love it. Yeah. Okay, now the, you being a singer like this is going to be this is going to be you know kind of one of those ones you're going to know but you're forced into singing karaoke you're pushed on stage what song are you singing into the mystic by van morrison oh okay yeah i like it um last concert on earth who do you want to see living or dead doesn't matter prince yeah yeah That, that was that's mine that's mine too i mean I still I never got to see him. I didn't get and to see him either. I've seen Stevie already. Yeah. Um, but I never got to see Prince. And I lament that fact. It's just, you know, as you get older and and uh you think about like pure geniuses, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we don't see very many of them anymore, yeah. the way that the music industry is and you know, social media and you know, people people are there there's a lot of very, 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 very famous I would say celebrities now that just lack any type of talent whatsoever. (laughs) Um, But you think about somebody like Prince and the stuff that he was, you know, that he was able to do. And he was just such a genius in so many respects. And uh, yeah, he's a guy that, that I wish I would have been able to see, but yeah, living or dead, no question. He's top of the list. Yeah. Do you remember where you were when you heard that he died? Uh, I was at the gym. You're at the gym. Yeah. Weird story. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is totally random. Um, but I will always remember where I was. Um, I, me and my wife, I surprised her with a trip to St. Thomas and we, I didn't even tell her. I was like, Hey, pack tropical, not telling you where we're going. We're, we're just going, we get on a plane. We fly to Miami, Miami to St. Thomas. We get off the plane. Um, it's like a four or five hour flight, get off. And of course, what do you do? First thing, go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. I'm at the urinal taking, you know, taking a piss and you don't talk like this. You you just don't talk to the urinal and dude gets right next to me and he's like, did you hear Prince just died? I'm like, I I mean, all honesty, I was like, didn't know what he was talking about. Like I, like had I sat and thought about Prince, like I would have, 
you know, but right, I'm like, wait, Prince, Prince, like, Prince what, who? Are, like, what are we talking <laughs> about? Like, we're, <laughs> we're both sitting here taking a piss right now. Um, yeah. Who are we talking about? Um, that's funny. Yeah. So it took me a second to figure out what he's saying, but yeah, I always remember I got off the plane in St. Thomas. That's the first thing. Wow. I ever, first thing I learned yeah. was, was that he died and it was, it was crazy. Um, okay. Yeah. Any instrument that you don't currently already play? Cause how many instruments do you play? Uh, guitar and piano. Um, I would say, but I'm a singer. Like I played enough to write songs, but I was a front man. Like I was out, you know, singing, dancing the whole nine. I definitely would not call myself uh, a, a, I would call myself a singer. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I played enough to get by. Um, to be honest with you, I wish I, I wish I had learned how to play drums. That's actually uh, what I, from, that, that's actually where the question was going. I was going to say any instrument that you don't already play, like which one yeah, would you want to play? Yeah. Drums. If I, you know, um, you know, I feel like I was, a lot of people are just born, you know, with rhythm. Uh, mm-hmm. and I was, I was lucky to be born with rhythm and I feel like drum drums would have suited me very well. Gotcha. Favorite drummer. Ah, Prince. <laughs> I mean, people don't even realize how good he was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably, probably Prince, maybe Dave Grohl. Yeah. Um, you know, um, yeah, probably those two. Um, you get the, you get the run of the playlist and guilty pleasure that somebody's not going to expect is going to be on your playlist. Um, uh, show tunes, uh, ma- massive show tune guy. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, w- was obsessed with Les Mis and learned every single word of every song in the show. Les Mis. I love it. Yeah. I, love it. Yeah. I got, I got yeah. to see one show on on Broadway and it was Hamilton. Oh, and it was okay. phenomenal. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Another, another, uh, anniversary surprise for my wife or actually cool. b- birthday surprise for my wife. And, that's awesome. and she loved it. Um, um, yeah, I think that's all the questions. Perfect. Yeah. So that was easy. Yeah. 